good whatever time of day it is you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express. I might have gotten rid of my yips. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. No yips? What the yip? How in the world? Our featured guest, the podcast Hall of Famer, the historian, the cookie of all cookies, Cookie. What's happening, brother? Nothing. Nothing? Did you like that introduction? I loved it. He is a Hall of Famer, don't forget. And folks, how are you doing? like to say hi. And thanks again for having me on. Oh, we always appreciate having you on. It's always a good time. So what's what what's up on the agenda for now? Uh, well, should I start? Should I finish telling my story about my felony arrest? You should part two. Yeah, I was going to yeah, bring that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Of the felony arrest I had to go through. Yeah. So last so time you were in the water to, re- to reset. We had all uh, been drinking. It was my graduation from undergrad weekend, and uh, the boys had had gone out shooting late at night. <laughs> And uh, we were going to breakfast. I, of course, had passed out sleeping. I needed a nap. And uh, we witnessed what is called a felony arrest, which is where they have guns trained upon you, uh, rifles, a couple of them, FBI agents present, and walk us out of the truck one by one, all six of us individually. And then, of course, uh, the FBI says they are going to question us each to see if our stories corroborate. And you're like, okay. Collaborate and listen. So, so the first one is, you know, we go through it. We all tell our piece and everything. And, of course, the magistrate's there saying he thought someone was coming to kill him uh, for all his years of sin, which he had plenty of them, yep. which is why I have no problem with him being dead. Very nice. Suitable. Hell rest his soul. He's an asshole. All's he was well a fucking ends. prick. All's but anyway, well ends well. So he's sitting there. We go through it all. Finally, they say, all right, we need to see the guns that were fired. So Ryan actually, at this point, we should have asked for a lawyer. Ryan says, all right, I'll go back. So he pulls down the guns. They, of course, confiscate the guns that were shot, which is like five of them, probably probably $2,000 worth of firearms. Oh. Some pretty nice guns. They kept them. Yeah, he never got them back. Damn. What? So then, anyway, they're talking to me, and I'm like, yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. So... So then they decide what charges they're going to be. They loosened up the reins of the felony arrest, of course, because we didn't have any weapons in the vehicle. None of us had anything on us. They relaxed a little bit, um, but they read us all the riot act. Um, there were charges of uh, what would it be like? Uh, so a couple, two MIPs for the two underage. They got MIPs, of course. Um, what do you want to call it? Uh, fuck. Uh, firearm. Uh, uh, like a discharge. unlawful discharge of a firearm. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple other things. No felonies, all misdemeanors. I did not receive anything because I had no part in it. I was fucking, my drunk, stupid ass was passed out while this was going on. And thankfully, all five other people are like, Phil was passed out in the truck. He never even touched a gun. I'm like, I never even touched a gun. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Why am I getting, why am I wet from the fucking waist down, handcuffed in a goddamn ditch? So, but... Before we got released from the handcuffs and the police had all sorted out, Jim Merriman, hey, I just said his name. Huh. Fuck it. Let it ride. He's dead anyway. And uh, He don't mind. This motherfucker pulls us all up. He's lecturing us on how we have to be the dumbest motherfuckers on the face, dumbest people on the face of the earth, disrespectful. Our lives are going nowhere. And this is the weekend I just graduated from college with my engineering degree. 
I'm like, huh. Well, there and his son, the uh, Richard, Richard fuck Merriman, you, Jim. gets right in our face. And this kid's probably in high school still, pointing at us like calling us everything but a white man. My dad thought you were gonna kill him, and we were dead. And he's like, he's like, I was, I was ready to, we were ready to shoot you and drag your bodies out so it looked like it was self defense and blah blah. I'm like, we never even came. We were just, they were in a half a mile away shooting guns. You should have said we weren't, but the night's young, right? It sounds like a good scene to be high in to go through right there. Right. So, <laughs> so anyway, so, so of course, the court process and all, Ryan lost his guns, never got them back. Um, charges were brought up on everyone but me. Um, most of them... They, shooting a, a, a gun? In a, at nighttime, yeah. But not, it, not knowing it, your target and what you were shooting at, yeah. It'd have to be reckless use of a firearm. Yeah. Because you're close to an occupied dwelling. We were not though. It was a half a mile away. And the way they were the direction they were shooting, there was nothing within a mile past where they were shooting. It was a secure shooting area that we had target practiced hundreds of times during the day. It's the fact that he was still working at the courthouse, had some pull. Yep. And yep. anyway, and that's how I learned that it. It would have cost Ryan big bunny to get his oh, guns back. He didn't get his guns back. No, but it would have. It would have, yeah. So, if went to court. so and that's how I learned that at any given point, even here in the thumb and podunk motherfucking where you're Just at. Just as my they, ass. They, they can have anywhere from two to four FBI agents here within five minutes. Well, I, I actually, yeah, I actually know an FBI agent that yeah. lives yeah. here for that exact yeah. type of purpose. It yeah, lives so right close to you. So that's what I yeah, said. There, and there's I, one, yeah. And I, yeah. I was sitting here and I got they they released me from the cuffs and I'm like, and I'm like, well, so I went through all this and I I don't even have any charges and I'm like, what the fuck about the time that you like manhandled me, roughed me around, and fu- fucking threw me in a ditch that was full of water? Like, not our problem. Yeah. It just seems like. Whenever they get bored, that kind of stuff happens. Right. So, yeah. hey, boys, Who was it? Ferguson and Hanson? Oh yeah, Hanson was there, and Ferguson, and there were there were uh, at time at one point Whoa. at the peak of at the peak of it all, I counted. I believe there was twenty three different law enforcement agents there, anywhere between county cop, local local town cops, sh- uh, sh- uh, sheriff's department, state, as well as FBI. Oh, you're like celebrity status. Right. There. I have That's I awesome. have the police report. I will bring you the police <laughs> report, and we will read the police. <laughs> We will read their way. police. We will read their police report on on the next on not tonight, but the next week. I'll bring the police report. That's, that would it, be excellent. It's that that nickel. They thought you yeah. were James. One. Well, it didn't help that that it didn't it didn't the fertilizer. Help. I'm not gonna lie. It didn't help that this would have been 2002. So all that was fairly a new still. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm not sure what year it was, but me and. Uh, my lovely bride before we were Can't married I've or dating. I've never told about my felony arrest on the... Yeah. Yeah, no. Huh. I'm kind of shocked you left out all those details as well. Only time I've ever had a couple of rifles trained probably at, I would say, probably my main target area because that's where they'd go for. But yeah, as I had to walk backwards with my hands interlaced, they were very specific on their instructions. So, yeah. Why would they use big words like interlaced? I don't know. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm fucking drunk. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you should have said "Español por favor," and then when they said it in Spanish, be like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you," instead of "gracias." Thank you. So, well, I've got two good stories like so that. So, so then we went to breakfast, and we had quite a conversation. And the one number one thing we said was, we were sitting in breakfast, and one of the cops that had just participated in that whole melee came in, and Ryan Tarzo says to him, "Huh? I thought you said one of us was going to jail, you dickhead." <laughs> 
<laughs> that probably went over well. I'm sure it did not help. So I had... Uh, I've Watch got two, out for your valves, Tim. Well, I, I've got a few pretty good stories like that. But I, I've only had guns drawn on me once, I believe. Yeah. May, maybe twice. I don't. The second time, I don't know. The first time, I was coming back. Me and uh, Gus Hernandez that I was playing in a band with and Rick Bittner were coming back from Mayville. We'd gone over to the other guitar player's house. We were practicing for a while. And we're on our way back. We're coming through Clifford. And we're just going normal speed. We hadn't been drinking nothing. They they pull us over. And we're just thinking, well, what the hell? You know, must have been going too fast or something. We're in Rick's truck. We're all three in the front because it was a single cab. And uh, we got all our equipment in the back. And all of a sudden, like, the, the lights are on us. They're coming over the PA going, you know, Driver, put your hands outside of the vehicle. Passenger, put your hands outside of the vehicle. Guy in the middle. Well, that's the beautiful thing, too. They asked the driver also to put his hands outside the vehicle, but to drop the keys, too. They did that with Riley. Like, hands outside the vehicle with the car keys and drop them. The vehicle yeah, keys. Yeah. They, they, didn't, they did tell us to turn the vehicle off. Yeah. But they had him put his hands out, outside the vehicle. They come up on us, guns drawn on each side. Made the middle passenger put his hands on the roof and uh, told us, do not move. And uh, they came up and they, they, the, the two of us that had our hands outside the windows, they handcuffed us and they had us sit on the side of the road. They got Gus out of the middle and they handcuffed him and uh, they start searching Rick's vehicle. And he's like, well, he goes, what in the What's world is going What's your probable cause here? Yeah. And, uh, and the guy's like, we hear one of the cops that's looking through the back go, Oh, yep, yep, this has got to be them. This is them. We got them. We got them. And we're just like, what in the hell? Well, Rick had a Steinberger base, which if, if you know what that is, it's a base that doesn't have a headstock to it, and they're very thin and narrow, and that's what he took to practice that night. And he, he kept it in a, in a gun case, in a shotgun case. Oh, yeah, you, I think uh, you told me yeah, that. And so they, they, they thought they had us. Somebody had robbed the party store with a shotgun, earlier that night that fit the description of the truck that we were in and uh they so their their whole thing was they used gus against us because they're like yeah the report was uh three hispanic guys and so you have me and rick sitting there that are about as pale as can be and <laughs> gus who's only half hispanic we don't have a gun on us and then they're like uncuffing us and trying to make a joke about it we're like we've been sitting out here and you know this was december it was right before christmas we're like we're sitting out here in the freezing cold. None of us have jackets, like to sit outside for an hour while you sort this all out. We're all freezing, uh, and they try and make a big joke about it. Oh yeah, well you know you kind of fit the description. What was the description? Well, three Mexican guys robbed the party store with a shotgun earlier, and we're just like, yeah, like, we're we like, don't, we don't out have of the any, three of us. There's like a half. We don't have any of those things. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. so that that was good. But then another time, uh, Mickey and I were up. Uh, we were. We were up to no good. We were uptown, and uh, we had been doing drive-bys with uh, with our paintball guns. Right. And yeah, some, that'll that do it. I, I'm, I'm sure I've told that one yeah. before. Have, have I told about my one in Port Huron? Uh, I don't think so. Interrupt, no, no, ahead. no, go ahead. So this must have been, I was probably 18 years old, 17 years old. We were down there just, you know, my buddy had a nice Mustang, so we were down there. People were cruising around. It was like a Saturday night. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but we got into some melee about something, and I decided to get out and, and walk. 
I was pissed at my friend. He had done something. I forget what it was. Probably shook up my Mountain Dew or some shit. And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm by fucking McMorrin. And I'm just walking, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, like, four Port Huron police cars come up, like, all different directions. And they get on the bullhorn. Stop and put your hands up. And I'm like, the fuck did I do? You know, as I put my hands up. And they're like, get down on the sidewalk. First on your knees and then lie down flat. And I'm like... What the fuck did I do? You know, I'm like thinking to myself. So then they come up and they cuff me and they're like, we got him, we got him, we got him. I'm like, all right. And they're like, they had had a, a report of somebody that apparently must have matched my description, spray painting and vandalizing different things throughout Port Huron. Hmm. And the first thing I said to the guys like, do I look like I, ha- I have any spray paint or any on me anywhere, like my hands or anything? And the guy's like, it doesn't matter. You match the description. We're taking you in. So from where we were parked right down there near the main downtown area near the, you know, um, you know, the old town part there. Yeah. Um, by the campus for the university. The police station is a solid, I would say, half to three quarters of a mile away, probably a mile away. Yeah. So they take me in and I'm like, you got the wrong guy. Like, I'm just down here with some friends. I, I you know, I just was riding around and decided to take a walk. Like, you know, of course, they're like, oh, you know, we're going to they had me blow and everything. I'm like, I haven't had anything to drink. I didn't drink then. And uh, Blue Zeros, and they're like, well, we're pretty sure we got this. So they took me in. They were in the process of booking me when all of a sudden I hear a guy say, I, I see a couple of cops whispering to each other. I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Meanwhile, not knowing what the fuck. Is this going to be, yeah. Uh, I think it's another. Uh, so we're going to cut off my story again. Yeah, you shouldn't tell stories, I guess. <sighs> this better be good. Hey guys, we're here live in front of the Blue Water in the 469, and I got another contestant with six ball nine. Is in your court with Junior. All right, the ball is in your court with Junior. Who is our, our newest contestant? We have the lovely Olivia, aka Libby. Hello, Olivia. Olivia, this is Phil, Adam. We got Cookie, Sharon, Mary, and I don't know another gentleman. Yeah, we haven't introduced you yet. What is your name, sir? I'm Coy, by the way. Coy. Nice to meet you, Coy. All right, we got. So you just met Coy when we did. Hello, Coy. This is is the lovely Olivia. All right, Olivia. Here's how Olivia. Here's how this game works. It's uh, basically a trivia game. Uh, You can the ball is in Junior's court. You can win fabulous prizes. All you have to do is answer trivia questions. We answer questions five, and the first one to get three correct is the winner. And uh, to determine who's going to go first, Olivia, can you say the number eight? Eight. Okay, okay you get Olivia to go goes first. first. Uh, sorry, right, Junior, perfect. you lose again. <laughs> Can't believe Junior didn't get that one. Jesus, Junior, what you had a simple fuck? task, man. <laughs> All right. All right, so Olivia, you get the first crack at answering this question. So, what is a human's largest organ? Um, thanks, Jen, but I don't know if that's right. That is that correct. That is correct. Right? That Beautiful. is correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's correct. So one point for Olivia, Junior. Woo-hoo! You can't argue that your largest organ is we know. So don't even fight with us for half a point on this one. Ooh, that fucker's like a sugar beet. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, all right, Junior. This question is yours. All right, Junior. NACL is better known as what? N-A-C-L? N-A-C-L. That will be salt. That is correct. Wow, I'm impressed. Me there. 
All right, Olivia, the, now the, the ball is in your court. This is your question. The score is tied one to one. All right, Olivia, which planet is closest to our sun? Um, Don't look at me, Olivia. I'm trying to win my first contest. Mercury? That is correct. Nice. Boom goes the Whoa. dynamite. Two to one, yeah. Olivia leads. Junior, uh, the ball is now in your court. Heads too wide, gotcha. you know. <laughs> All right, Junior. You would find the Mariana Trench in which ocean? I'm sorry, repeat that? You would find the Mariana Trench in which ocean? Would that be the Atlantic? Meh. All right, Olivia. Olivia. For the steal and the win, you would find the Mariana Trench in what ocean? Indian? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's really tough. close, but it is the Pacific. It's the Pacific. But the good news is the score is what? Two to, two one. to one. Two to one, but Olivia, it's your chance to answer first on this one. Okay, okay. All right. Wow, this is a tough one. Stakes are high. <laughs> Shoot it up. All right, there. Olivia. When it is 5 p.m. in Los Angeles, what time is it in London? Um... Oh, 5 a.m. I love that guess. That is wrong. Ugh. Junior, you get a chance to steal and tie it up. Would it be 5 p.m.? That is incorrect as well. Also that would incorrect. make it the same time as Los Angeles. I'm going to guess 4 a.m. The correct answer is 1 a.m. Okay. Six hours. See, I didn't even know that one. I had no idea how many times. Right. The time yeah. zones befuddle me, man. They fucking are crazy. All right. Well... So the, yeah, it's still three, two times. to one. We're going to go into how are we going to decide this? Uh, well, we got to have a tiebreaker question. Uh oh, but it's two to one, so it's not tied. Well, no, it's not. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Olivia yeah, wins. Just keep going. Yes, you won. Do we? Olivia keep, wins. Well, it's oh, the you best. Sons of bitches. It's the best of three. Well, we, so we got to keep going. Yeah, we got to keep going. Or you got to score three. So, Junior, this is your question. Junior, your question. Well, let's go. All right, go ahead. Go we want to prolong this anyway. Uh, sure. It, you should consult your doctor if this goes any longer than two more questions. That's correct. All right, okay. Junior, is 18 a prime number? It is. Is 18 it a is. prime number? It is a prime number. That is not correct. Olivia, you have the chance for the yeah, steal. Yeah, is 18 a prime not. number? No, it is not. It is not a prime number, and that is three for Olivia, which... Oddly enough, three is a prime number. Three is a prime number, and Olivia is victorious. Junior, tell us what Olivia has won. Well, Olivia won a $10 gift card to the Blue Water. Oh, my. That's beautiful. That's the best prize we've had so far. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you guys again for having us on. Well, Junior will now try to go one and four next time that we're here. Trying to get my first win. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks for taking the call. And uh, we'll talk to you later. God Thanks, bless. Bob. See you, Junior. That reminds me, this is uh, episode 444, and this is our Wednesday before Thanksgiving four, episode. 444. 444. I do got a good a good story, though, about an almost arrest. It's really okay. It's almost like a Willie Nelson story. Coy, I'll finish mine, and you can have your story. Oh, How yeah. does that sound? So, anyways, I'm getting. The, I'm in the booking room. 
and I've been roughed around a little bit. And I wasn't a, I was in shape then because I was in I was playing sports and everything and like not this blob you see today. Like this this weight here was here. And I they roughed me around and then I see him whispering. And all of a sudden and a, a very official looking gentleman walks in who's wearing a, a, of course tie and everything. He's like um you're free to go. And I'm like what do you mean I'm free to go? They're like we caught the guy. I'm like I told you I wasn't the guy this whole time. Well, everybody says that. He said, and I'm like, well, can I get a ride back to my buddies? He's like, no, you can walk. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah, they haul you all over town. Yeah. Cuff me, stuff me, rough That's me around. Shit. No happy ending. Either. I mean, did you even get to spend any time, any communal time in the, uh, in no, the jail? No, I didn't even get into jail. And then the worst part was, I swear to God, when I went in there, I had $55 in my wallet. When I looked, I only had a 20 well, that, that figures. Oh, they're them going to crooked, blue water them later. Exactly. motherfuckers, yeah. Uh-huh. And $55 back then, that's like fucking $85 now. Probably more than that, actually. Yeah, probably, because this was 1996, yeah. But anyway, that's my story. So fuck the Port Huron Police Department. I think a lot of people will say that in the light, especially in the light of what's been going on down there with the whole Roach Bar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Coy, what's your story, buddy? Well, my story comes out of Arizona. Can you come cl- just closer to the microphone? Yep. There you go. My story comes out of Arizona. I'm a Renaissance worker. So I'm driving down. I'm working toward Phoenix, go to the goth club or something like that. Right. And I get these four chicks in my truck. We're all smoking this thing up. Yeah. And we're just like looking over. Like We're like, oh, shit, there's a cop. Hope he doesn't pull us over. We think we get away. And the truck's just loaded. It's Cheech and Chong-like, it's huh? It's Cheech and Chong. Yeah. And he, he pulls us over, Kinda and like I just when, roll when, his when, window down, <laughs> and all the wind blows solid white into his face. Oh, no, right oh, into his uh, face. Yeah. People are panicking in the back seat. And then he's like, okay, license and registration and whatnot. I find my license. I can't find insurance. I can't find registration. And he starts questioning me, um, are you allowed, what are you doing? Why don't you have your identification? Just looking at us like... Why are you smoking in your truck that much when you're on the road? <laughs> and I end up getting out of this without a ticket or anything. In the end of it, and he's just looking at this like, oh, no, those crazy people. They just, right? just let them go. Just don't, don't <laughs> hassle these people. It's just a good story to this day that we're like, oh, my God, we pulled a Willie Nelson. A Willie Nelson's there. <laughs> Absolutely. We pulled a Willie Nelson with a Willie Nelson being there. <laughs> That reminds me of one time we were at a venue or doing something, and <laughs> the cookie van rolls up, and I don't see Cookie in the front seat, and I'm like, where the hell is Cookie? Cookie rides in style in the back, and when that rolling door rolls up, it looks like a Cheech and Chong hey, moment. I ride president. <laughs> just open the back door and just move and just like go let down it the roll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd be doing. Like, hey, how are you doing? Come take a hey. whiff. You know, like Leo said, catch me if you can. Roll up almighty joint. Let everybody have a good day. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that, man. If that's what you... Frank I got, Abagnale. I got no that. Frank Abagnale. I, I have no problem with it. Personally, for me, it doesn't... It doesn't Alan Barry. It's, 
It doesn't do great for me, but uh, but to each their own. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. If world be a happier place, if a lot more people did that kind of stuff, and just chilled you out. You know what? I've had I've had positive experiences with it, but I've had way more negative experiences with it myself. So, so yeah, it ain't my bag. It ain't my bag. Now, if you want to do shrooms. Never had a negative experience on those. Always good on those. Always. Gotta love the fungus. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's good for you. It's fungus, right? right. It's, it's natural. It's good for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's take a handful down of good fresh mushrooms. People put them on pizza all the time. It's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Any gear grinds anybody got? I guess we haven't even... I do. Go ahead with your gear grind then, Cookie. Okay. Opening day. I'm on my way to my spot. It's six in the morning. Did you forget your roll of toilet paper? Go ahead. I'm just. I had that there. (laughs) I didn't have to use it until last night. Anyways, (laughs) I'm cruising along, and there was a bus out. A bus out, like a school bus? Yeah. Okay. Might not have been six thirty, quarter to seven, or something. Whatever. Right. So this fucking bus is going to make a left-hand turn, and I'm coming straight on it. And the bus is way crowding the center line. It's way over the crown. I had to get way over into the grass, you know, and drive by, and the bus just never done nothing, which I understand it's a bus. I can school, bus. school bus, right? Yeah, well... Jerome Bettis, actually. What was it? Uh, yeah. Was it, was it? It was a game of chicken. All right. Yeah. Was it filled with a bunch of smoke? Um. No, that would have been Spicoli's bus. Oh, there you go. In Fast Times. Dick. But I just was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" I knew it was a bus, so I just veered over, and and it was all good. But I just thought, well. Yes, the road's yours at this time of day. You know, they do feel that way sometimes. And I understand that. And I, and I, I don't agree. I know I've said this on our chat line about people running stop yeah. signs on the bus. They're 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 fine if they get caught. Is three hundred and fifteen dollars. That's bullshit when a child's live. Yeah. Are in state. If if they why is there a fine? You should just, use, just lose your license. Them. Automatic yeah, loss of license, driver improvement, and five thousand dollars. It I should mean, be it should be more than that. I don't know if it should be that extreme for a first time offense unacceptable. because accidents and mistakes do happen, but if it happens twice, absolutely you should lose your license. Well, I also I think, think for two you should. For one though, Actually, it should be way more substantial than three hundred fifteen dollars. I I agree with that. Yeah, I think that if if you, I think that everything should be ex- exponentially bigger if you do get in an accident near a bus as well. So if a bus is stopped, even if even if it's just got the yellows on that, yeah, hey, we're, we're I always stop we're waiting the to pull, You you should you should at least be doing you know like fifteen miles an hour max. Well, so so can so can Proceed I say with caution, so can right? I say, yeah so can I say here though. This happened to me the other day, and I don't know what their policy is about when they're supposed to flip on the yellows compared to when they're supposed to stop, but 
I had our, they had the yellows on approaching me, so I started slowing down and actually came to a stop, and the bus actually went by me with the yellows on, and I'm like, yeah, I've had that too. I and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's I mean, not I right. did what I was supposed to, like, because he turned on his the yellows were on for a solid, I would say, almost half a mile. It confuses yeah, oh, I've seen the that fuck too. out of me. Right, I've seen that too. What? One of the things that, that bugs me with that is you have so many bus drivers who are terrible bus drivers. Right. And, like and I said, I've always been confused. I'm trying to do the right thing. So I see the yellows, of course. I hit the binders and come to a stop. And it took me maybe an eighth of a mile to stop. But then the bus just, like, cruises by me with the, the yellows on. And I'm like, sorry, you know. like I, I did what I was right supposed to do. That, I'm not in the wrong here, right? Anybody well, with a CDL driving a semi-truck, they're going to lose their license quick time. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. School bus, they're just like, nothing, but the semi runs a red light, he's done. Yeah. Well, and it, it's like I always say, money is more important. Try looking up some of the fines if you do things around an uh, armored truck. They are ridiculous. Right. They approach what Cookie's talking about, like $5,000 immediately lost a license. Incarceration it right. is ridiculous, and it's, we go to these great lengths when there's money involved. But you know, some kids are replaceable. So, no, how attached can you be to like a fourth grader? They haven't been around that right. long. So, with, Jesus Christ, oh, I love your uh, argument here. But anyway, so <laughs> e two. Um, so I still cry I remember, about I was, my dog that died ten months ago. So I was in I was in <laughs> Philadelphia, and this armored truck pulls up. And I'm just walking down the sidewalk, and these two are just acting all willy-nilly. And I just lean against the truck and say, hey, you guys working hard or hardly working? They both fucking jumped and went for their, like, hands on their guns. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. No, the, and honestly, for for that, yeah. I know that, like, any sort of contact with an armored truck, yeah, you could have been jailed for that with a Probably, huge fine. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is they pulled up, and they damn near hit me. So I'm going to be, like, letting them know I'm there? Well, they, uh, yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you ever no, see no. what they, they, they the do? Road. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There's a lady that comes out of the back of the bank. It's a locked door. Yeah. There's a beer store right next to the one in Croswell. And she's got a bag. Nice slender bag. And she walks out with that and puts it in there and... Those boys are right there, and there's always one in there that's armed too. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, at the banks, we couldn't. Nobody from the bank could actually take it out. They had to. The armored car guys would come in. They'd actually go into the vault. They'd get the, the. Oh, okay. And all of our money went out in like a big locked case that was redundant locks and all that stuff. But I mean, you're talking some of those cases that have. Three hundred thousand dollars in it. If you think about it, though, an armored truck would be hard to crack. I mean, simple use of a little bit of physics and some magnets, and you can fucking bust that thing wide open. RPG and kill everybody inside almost instantly. Yeah, Uh, a little bit of uh, yeah, sawzall. The guy says the engineer over here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, boy. (laughs) Do a little drilling. Cotton torch. (laughs) The key. Yeah. Just get the key from the guy and shoot the guy and get the key. I mean, how hard is that? I'm no. shocked there isn't more. You know, that's what we're going to start to see, though, especially as times get harder and harder. Because obviously, in, during times of, of difficult financial situations, crime rates go up. Have you been reading my diary? Well, look at after the Civil War. <laughs> yes. 
All this, the fucking bank robbers and shit. Right. Absolutely. Well, dude, back in the time when, when they, there was they no were cameras or anything. cattle or cattle or... Yeah, yeah, banks, back, you man. Anything back exactly. then, if you wanted to. If you talk, that's the only time you're going to get caught out there. And that's what—that's why they always say uh, the only what, the only way you can keep a secret is if uh, if two people know is uh, what is it? If one if of them's dead. dead. Two people can keep a secret if, if one, one of them's dead. dead that's yeah. the one. Yeah. 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 I know. There's a lot of shit I've done that I've never told a soul, and I'm like, I'm never going to tell another soul. I'll remember that. Bring two. Pe- bring no one person in. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, I lost them. Oops. Yeah, uh, something happened along the way. They yeah. did. And then blame them. They went nah, swimming man, or something. You, oh, didn't, no. uh, you didn't suck someone's dick, did you? No, no, I've never sucked a dick. I can honestly say well, that with 100% conviction. I just He's more of a handy guy. Everybody out there. Uh, my hand might have grazed someone's dick accidentally before, oh. but yeah. Okay. Junior keeps trying to put his ball on my shoulder. I know. That's, he does like to sling that fucker around. Well, it's, well, it's all alone, right? I can, I can understand it. I just want to tell everybody, you know, if you suck one dick, you're a cocksucker forever. That is true. So that's like that old adage, a man can build a thousand bridges. Is he knows, known as a bridge builder? No. But fuck one goat. <laughs> Very true. You are a goat fucker. Whether you had hip boots or not. Right? Yeah. I don't think, I've never heard uh, Phil folks, talk about designing I, a bridge. You're not oh. coming to my farm. <laughs> you're not coming to my farm. Folks, I have something for sale. I have a brand new pair of hip boots. Never been worn. Oh, it's good. I got to go. 75 you bucks. Go. All right, brother. Thanks for joining us, man. If you want them, get a hold of me. The That's old, my swap shop. The old call s- for sale. Do you have a number I can say three times? I do. <laughs> 810-648-6600. 810-648-6600. That's 810-648-6600. You need to say it way slower so that you can uh, only take eight callers on the day. Ask for Mr. Fury. So if you're dialing, that's 810-648-6600. Or star 6600 on your thumb cellular telephone. Yes. So, yeah, I thought he was going to come over here and try to put his ball on me again. He he was wanting to. Can you play the podcast number that Eddie said? Do we have that dropped somewhere? I, I do have it, and I keep meaning to send it to me. And I can do that again. That was great. No, I, I captured it. I just yeah. don't have it on this computer. <laughs> well, I can. Get it was great when Eddie, Eddie himself says the podcast number, though. Yes. That. that Does he beautiful. know that yet? No. No. <laughs> oh, he's gonna fucking. Can you call in asking for jarts again? Everybody's cleaning out the garage right now for the winter. Yeah. Looking for those vintage jarts, get your, those get lawn jarts. Get what your else jarts should sold. I call for? Um, you could be blatantly obvious, be like, we're looking for used podcast equipment. <laughs> used podcast equipment? <laughs> have a uh, have a failing Soundboard. podcast, we'll uh, liquidate. Jesus Christ. 
He'll, he'll know on that one. <laughs> I know. I fucking eat you. So should I? Oh, you rubbed a ball. Oh, you put the ball. You got balled. He, he oh, backballed me. <laughs> yeah. You, you got backballed. <laughs> oh no. Fuckers. Tuck and tug ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play ball. Play ball. <laughs> oh dear lord. Jesus Christ. I took a shower just before I came here. I think here I'm I pregnant now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody going to get pregnant. You like that? worse and worse, you bastard. Well, how, how, bad, how bad would it be if you, if you won? I mean, how bad is that person going to feel? Not that they lost to you, but, you know. You're going to get a dub. You're going to get a victory. I know you are. You're going to get a victory. We Plus, give, you can answer more questions correctly. We give them every chance. We give you every chance. Like, well, they go first every time. But that doesn't mean, though. I mean, the, they're supposed to. Great idea. Not what we talked about. What do you want? The free ticket? All right, Junior is going to go first. The next one. All right. Yeah, you can go first. The next one. He'll hem me up with the question, dude. <laughs> You could also study up on the Marianas Trench. Yes. Yeah. It's in the Pacific Ocean. Everyone knows that. Specifically in the Pacific. Specifically Pacific. Now, if you said the Suez Canal, I right? still don't know where that's at. Well, wouldn't that be in two different bodies of water? Right. It just splits them. Yeah, spanning. Across. So the ships could get through. The yeah. St. Lawrence Seaway. That's, that's that's from the Great Lakes to the uh, yeah to, to the, the Atlantic. Atlantic, the uh, Pan- Panama Panama Canal, Panama. Yes, Got this show's Lago. lacking Van Halen. We should play some Van Halen. We should. Yeah, me and Sharon were cruising around this morning. We should listen to I some heard Van the Halen best of both worlds. <clears throat> I had it cranked. Did you see that at Satriani's playing with fucking? Yeah, dude, he said and then, that. And then he, had, yeah, and then he like had this. He couldn't John do the finger. Bonham. He couldn't do the finger tap thing. So people were fucking with him, and it's like that's not Satch's style. So, and Michael when they, when they did the when they did the whole thing on Howard Stern the other day, yeah, they'd had about one hour of rehearsal, and right, all but like two of the songs they played, they had never played together before. So I think he did amazing. The the thing is, is you know I, I've talked about this with Mary because I watch a lot of guitar videos. I love Satriani, so yeah, Satriani is fantastic. But, um, so the thing is, is it sounds like Joe Satriani playing okay. Van Halen, Van Halen right? I mean, it, it just does. It, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound at all like Eddie to me because every guitar player has their voicing, you know, and it, it just. It well, goes for back lack, for lack of a better. I think Satch is more. He he he's more twangly. That's the best way I can describe it. Well, and there's no doubt about it. He he is a phenomenal guitar player. Oh, he, he's. Uh, yeah, if you don't put Satch in uh, living guitar players right now, if he's not in your top ten, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, and I, I for me he's in the top five. Yeah, but he's not like as far as like a technical guitar player. He's an okay songwriter. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know that I would put him in the. But I mean, the guy is just a great, great, great guitar player. 
But one of the most impressive songs that I, for me from Van Halen is uh, Summer Nights. Oh, yeah. Summer Nights. Yeah, play that one. Uh, Summer Nights. This opening guitar in there, intro. They, well, there's right there is your 5150. Yeah. That sound is 5150. All right, I want to hear this, but I got a piece. So I'll be right back. Ugh. Sammy Cabo Wabo. So, I'm going to end up doing a radio show on this, uh, this 5150 album. How about them symbols? Oh, yeah. Just so much talent in this band. Yeah. And when you really listen to the bass lines, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the bass lines are so simple in Van Halen. But there, there's an intricacy that is there that's phenomenal. And I, I don't know that I'd want to play bass and then have Eddie Van Halen there to show you up. It's going to make anything sound simple. Yeah, really. But yeah, this is this is one of my favorite songs that these guys did. Dude, the bad part is I just want to sing along to this. Yeah. And nobody wants me to sing along to it. Yeah, I never heard that. And my radio. I love that run too, that fiddle it in it. Alright. Hey, is that that cook the one that there's a guitar player and a yeah, yeah. movie star and God is his name Gary? Yeah, yeah. that's who yeah. it is, yep. Okay. You know, I, I liked Van Halen when they had... it on the pool table. Phil? I, uh... <laughs> I liked Van Halen when they had David Lee Roth. I will, years ago. But I wasn't a huge right. fan. I had the opportunity, but I can't. Right? You know, I wasn't a huge fan of Van Halen with David Lee Roth, but I, I liked him. And I kind of wonder, you know, how's it going to work out with, uh... Sammy Hagar, you know, when they get him and I didn't know how that would be and man, what to me what a huge upgrade. It's it's it is. It really is in certain ways like God, it's it's like six in one hand and half dozen in the other. Like there's so many aspects I love about Diamond Dave in the lead, but also on the flip side, Hagar is so much more polished as far as his technique and singing and everything. Well but you know, Diamond Dave just he he's raw. And that raw really reflects, and it's cool. But on the flip side, having having Hagar be who he is, yeah. Well, and I I always disliked that I thought that Dave tried to make the band all about him, and to me, he was the least talented person in that band. He could scream. oh my head and shoulders the least talented person and, in that. But band. it was always he always wanted it to be all about him. But when, but when Hagar when when Sammy Hagar came on, he was as you said like 
he matched them talent wise, but he didn't want to make the band about him either. No, like yeah, no, and and there was talk when he got in the band about them changing the name. And he's like, no, that the Van Halen name is what we need. You know, right. that, that's that's you guys. And you now know? the beauty of it is, is it's iconic from now until no matter what happens to humanity for the rest of our existence, everybody's yeah. going to know Van Halen. Everyone oh, yeah. will know Van Halen. Eddie is a fucking legend, the legend, and I didn't, I didn't really get it till about five, five to ten years ago. But now I, I truly do. Like, well, and you know the uh, just all around. I mean, like the the high backing vocals that Mike right. Anthony does, it's phenomenal. You don't have that in most bands, you know. So there's two. Well, besides, of course, you know my love for for Led Zeppelin. But there's two bands, though, that are so original that no one can ever do what they do. One of them is Van Halen, no matter who's the lead singer, and the, because of Eddie. And the other one is Pantera with Dimebag. Yeah. And no you know, one can do what they do. You know, Zach Wilde is doing a hell of a job yeah. filling in on their tour. I mean, I've seen a couple live things, and, and he... He does a he he's actually playing through one of uh he changed out some of the pickups in his guitars. Yeah. And he's playing through Dimebag's one of Dimebag's old rigs. Yeah. Um to try and, you know, as an homage to him because they were really good friends. Oh yeah, I know they were. And uh so but it's still, you know, his voice is different. Right. His his voice is just different. You know, I I I'm, I got to find this here real quick and and play uh Please do. I gotta play. Let's play some more music. I love, I love when we play music and discuss it. I don't know if the listeners do, but I do. Because I think we I didn't know play- Zach Wilde was with Pantera. Yeah, he's he's touring with Pantera. Yeah, I know he was kick ass with. Oh, Zach Wilde's the man. Ozzy, Fuck that you. dude. Yeah, Black Label Society's fucking killer, man. So this is them playing Summer Nights with. Uh, with Satch and uh, when you hear the difference now Satch has to play it different because he doesn't have the same type of guitar that Eddie had Eddie had a special guitar for that song right and um, so but when you listen to the voicing of it and it's not just distortions different there's a there's a different tone tone in general yeah well just a a voice is the best way I can explain it to me as a guitar player it's as individual as listening to somebody talk or somebody sing you know that each guitar player I can almost identify by a few notes right you know if it's a guitar player that I know who who it's going to be that's cool so let, let me get past some talking here for the first time we rehearsed it for you know 10 minutes this is an exclusive I can hear it already. Oh, yeah. And the way he's got to play this because he doesn't have that special guitar makes it that much harder. The fact that he can pull it off at all, because I never could. Without that special guitar, this intro part you can't pull off. His is crunchier. That's the best way I can describe it. Crunchier. He's got a good slide. Well, Satch has got a good everything. 
But like you, you can hear, you can just hear it's a different sound. And right. I'm not gonna lie, it sounds more modern. Is that is that bad? Like this is more no. modern. How I mean, it should, you gotta this figure. is Alex. No, this is uh, Joe Satrick. Yeah, Alex on drums. No, 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 not Alex on drums. This is uh, so it's Mike Anthony on on bass and Sammy singing, and then it's uh, Jason Bonham on drums. Jason oh, Bonham, yeah. It's, it's, it, the guitar part sounds more like how it would normally be, how it would be played now or the early, like within the last five, ten years that they yeah. wrote this song. The drums are a lot tighter. They are. Seems to me. What I can't get over is that 76 years old, Sammy Hagar still got pipes. Right. 76? 76 oh, years man. old. Satriani, 67. So the way Satch is playing, this actually sounds metal. Yeah. It actually now, sounds metal. Listen to Mike Anthony's like backing that, vocals. Wow, wow, wow. Listen to Mike Anthony's backing vocals on this. That's insane to me. You know, it just it's so high-pitched, and this is all live. That... Go down to the fishing hole. The girls will be out tonight. All right. And uh, Satch's solos are pretty slick. Hell yeah, they are. Yeah, he's fucking ripping this one. Now he's playing with his teeth. Uh. Junior Milo! So the Van Halen Pierce will hate it, but people like me, I enjoy this take on it. Like, yeah, it's it's a very well, it's a very artistic take on on this song. I don't think I think people appreciate that they're going to get a chance to see Sammy and, and Mike Anthony do Van Halen songs like this again. Oh my God! Right? You know, I, I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a unique opportunity, I think, for anybody that really likes especially Hagar era Van Halen correct so definitely should check out uh, there's a bunch of videos of them doing a bunch of live songs on Howard Stern that are uh, that are on there that are pretty awesome this is another uh, another one that'd be tough to uh, well again it's just hard to Going back again to 51 imagine anybody else playing there or doing this with Eddie but Satch does a good job and I was scatting along to it. I was <laughs> Ooh, I feel better. That was a good one. We cleared the bar out. Well, we just, we're destroying this bar. We're ruining it. Let's go back. Come on, man. Yeah, we are. Best of both worlds? Yes, sir. It's such a modern take on it, though. Yeah, I mean, well, his distortion... Uh, Satch has got great distortion. The the critique I have from a guitar standpoint on Eddie, he a little thick on effects. Yeah. When you listen to his guitar tracks raw, they are very, very heavy with effects. I want the best of both worlds. Iconic, iconic Van Halen song. Fuck yeah. 
little bit of up there. Yeah. 76 years old and still got those kind of pipes. Absolutely. Drinks tequila every day. Hell yeah. That's one thing I never really got into. What's that? Tequila. Tequila's the best. Thank you, Junior. A good tequila. Now, bad tequila is the worst. Bad tequila's bad. I've never, I guess I've never had a, I've never had a drunk or. Pepe Lopez is some awful stuff. Do you remember Pepe Lopez? Can agree. Pepe Lopez and Two Fingers are the two worst tequilas you could ever buy. Well, so Riley was in Mexico one time and he brought me back tequila and it had a, a 195 on the on the label on top like i'm like well i'm like is that the proof he's like no that's the price i'm like 195 dollars he's like 195 pesos which was like like 75 cents yeah he's like 195 pesos and it was yeah we poured it on the rail of my deck and lit it on fire no joke it was but Dear Lord, it was like drinking paint thinner. 80 proof oh, light. My. <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty faint. I don't know. I don't know what proof this was, but it was just horrible stuff. I'm digging the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. This is Satch playing this one, right? Yeah. This is beautiful. Had they released this like this, this would have still been a hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know what I think is really cool? For one, they, Sammy and, and Eddie did, uh, they did try and uh, or they did patch everything up before Eddie died. Yeah. So Mike Anthony and, and Sammy approached Alex Van Halen about, uh, you know, hey, we'd love you to come on tour. Let, let's do this tour. You know, we we were talking about it with Eddie. He just wasn't able to do it. And Alex is like, no, you know, the only person that I, the only guitar player I ever really want to play with is my brother. So, but you guys have my blessing go out. But he may join them for a few events um, on tour, so that, that'd be kind of cool to be able to go see. Right. Best of both worlds. So, so the thing about Van Halen, though, that I've got to see is. I never saw them live. Did you see them live? I have. My brother went to see them twice. I gotta believe they were, they were highly studioized though. Compared, really, they sound the same live. So let me uh, let me bring up a uh, let me bring up a Van Halen Sammy Hagar live. All right, I want to hear it. I definitely want to hear it. So, let me let me find a really good one here. So live, they were still the shit. They sounded, because I mean, studio wise, their studio stuff sounds fucking amazing. I mean, it's the stuff of dreams, man. Van Halen, Van Halen sounds better. Van Halen sounds like a cross between Jesus and Fergie singing, you know. <laughs> So, this is uh, this is another really great song of theirs with Sammy, and this one's live. Back when Eddie was alive, obviously. 
Ah, damn it. It's got what it takes. If you gave us more volume, I wouldn't be sad. Yeah, yeah, I want to crank this shit. The cymbals sound so cool. Oh, they do. Yeah. You're right. The cymbals are fucking money. It's pretty great because on this song, Sammy plays the guitar because then he's doing the keyboards right now. And uh, so he's got the old headset rocking. Nice. I loved it when we were checking out at Tolapalooza. Coleman Road. Oh, yeah. In uh, John Vance. Oh, yeah. The, the drummer was right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check him out, man. That was badass. I can't wait to go back to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I plan on going. I was no. a little worried that they uh, they might have to find a different venue or anything, but it sounds like uh, things have turned around on that front. It's going to be uh, back where it's at and uh, awesome. all good this year. So. Cool. That's that's very good news. So this is live, yeah, yeah. That's you wild. can't hardly tell. Actually, tell. believe it or not, the the studio release for this, the the album release was live. They have a studio version too, but the album release on this was live. Nice. Another thing, you know, I I haven't heard uh, Cat Piss call in. It's been a little while since yeah. Cat has called in. And uh, another one, uh, Main Event Mike, hasn't called in, you know, and the Lions no, I, are doing so good. I, I, I just You know, wondered. I almost contacted him about uh, get, getting in here today, but I, we're going to have to have him on soon with the Lions doing so well. Yeah. We're here at episode 444. It's the four, triple, four, four. triple quad. <laughs> the triple quad, my friends. It's the we Thanksgiving. It's the it's the Thanksgiving Eve episode. Five hundred around New March. Year's? No, it's going to be March. Okay. Yep. The Ides of March. At this at this pace, pace. That's when Caesar passed. The Ides of March. Right. Beware of the Ides of March. I'm Isn't still that not. What Cassius said. I still don't plan to make it to episode five hundred. Soothsayer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Four ninety nine. That's right. And a half. Speed love. Well, we really want to have everybody over. We, well, here's the thing. We I was talking to Junior about this off air between episodes. We have to start planning, and we have to. Please, in my heart of hearts, I want this. We have to have our podcast family Christmas party. Oh yeah, correct. and sometime within the next probably. Er, let's do it early to mid December. Let's not make it too close to Christmas, but correct. Let's uh, let's do our Adam. I'm sure you agree. Let's get our family together, our podcast family, and as many people as we can there. That's um, with our podcast. How about and uh, let's we get have a party? Have a party? Yeah. On Phil's birthday. Oh Jesus! The day after. Two Christmas. days after Christmas. Yeah. <sighs> that's an idea. That's an that's Phil's definitely an birthday, idea. Birthday, Christmas. Nobody's ever celebrated my birthday before. Yeah, weekend. I mean, I'm good. My house, wherever. Two days after Christmas, December 27th. I, I had I had one 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 party thrown for me when I turned 16. Since then, 
I have never had anyone have a party for me. Yeah, I understand. Everybody did the yeah. kill two birds with one stone. A lot of them. Like, oh, not hey, to mention. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. birthday. Here's not, your gift. Not to mention it's Phil's 40th birthday this year. And I'm like, man. So did you get a lot of birthday gifts that were off the clearance rack from Christmas? Like. Well, here's a box of bulbs that were Dude, 75% off. I've seen it all from everything discounted after Christmas, too. Here's one that my grandparents did, and I love my grandfather and grandmother. Grandpa and Grandpa Nickel, I love you. You know it. But here's the thing that would happen. Fuck you, Roy Goheen. Right. Yeah, fuck Roy Goheen. Fuck that guy. Anyway, here's what would happen. I'd open my gift, and I'd have a nice, like, battery-operated, like, I remember, like, a, a, a radio-controlled car. My cousin opened his opened his gift. His birthday's in February. Same radio controlled car. And yours, then, yours was for both. Wait, wait. But then <laughs> I'd they'd be like, but for your birthday, we got you this. And it would be I'd open it. It'd be the batteries for the radio control car. I'm like, great. But then I look over and they're just handing my cousin batteries to put in his. And I'm like, hey, yeah. how does this work? <laughs> See. My That's how it went. That's a couple times. Like oh. <laughs> my birthday was perfect because July. Right. It's not near anything. I mean, it's July fourth. But, that's, that's but a brilliant front right there. Like, hey, let's give these two. You know, because my cousin, of course, a couple July eighth, right? Couple yep. months. Couple months. How would I know than. that? You probably heard it before. That well, you know I did because I. I know it. Because it's 7 8. Because you said you were going to see Infamous quick, and I said we would go, and you never invited me. You were going for your birthday. I gave a big rant on you guys were on the way there. I didn't know I had to invite so you to go. Tell to, me why you told us on the podcast if anybody wants to go, we could all, we could, if anybody let me know. I did, said I might be interested. Did you go? No, because I wasn't you guys. I didn't invite anybody. Yeah, Philip went and Silent F. But I didn't invite them either. They just went. No, this, you said everybody. This could go. The Scott Van Pelt. Yeah, I, anybody could go. Like I, didn't, I don't. Uh, okay. I didn't exclude anybody or or include anybody. I just said yeah, anybody I wants was, to. I was going to go. Check Wait, you should have just went. No. Well, you got pretty. I thought you that. were there. No. That's the Mandela not, effect. I thought he was not there. The, not the. September eighth, or I mean July eighth. Oh, you don't even know the date now. I see how it was. That the, was that the one in Cairo at the September eighth? That's my wedding. Sorry. God, they all run together. <sighs> all the all the eights. I still know September ninth, two thousand sixteen, was my first thumb tailgater sports game, Harbor Beach at Reese. Damn, seven years after I did one, and I did that with Mickey and Mikey. And that's so. This is my eighth season. No shit. Yeah. And I think so, I, I'm just terrible at it, but I love it. But oh, I'm not as good. terrible as some of the guys. H. I think I know who you mean. So, it's, oh, not, no. it's not JDK. No, it's not. And it's not JB. <laughs> yeah. You Actually, know, JB though, I don't know. JB sometimes he's lost it lately. He yeah, JB this far. season. So sorry, I, JB. I, I love you, JB, but this season has not been your best season. But to be fair, to be fair, 
JB has seriously done, I swear to God, and this is not this is not a gross approximation. He's done of the thirteen games he's done this year, nine or ten of them have been ugly games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is he going There's to no Homer effect year? there whatsoever? What is this fucking four years in a row? Uh, nope. This no. is actually three of the last four they've been to the, the state finals because they didn't make it COVID two years year. ago. No, yeah. they did make it COVID year, didn't they? It was two years ago, I think. Yep. It had been Peruski's sophomore year. Okay. Evan, Evan type. Um, but to be, I'm going to announce it here and you're going to hear it first. <laughs> that. No. I, I have been, I've been handpicked and selected to be the presenter of the ugly uh, state final game at Ford Field with JB. So I will be I will be working with JB in a booth to do that game. Oh. Is uh, Smedley going to be there? Who's Smedley? Oh, Eddie. Whatever. Uh, so Eddie, of course, is going to be doing the Elmont game with JTK. Yes. Uh, if I had to pick it, honestly. What the fuck? I, I would go to ugly minute. Yeah. So, oh, well. so quick question. Is Where's the, AWP? She's going to be our sideline reporter slash photographer. Oh. Except for, I don't know how you guys will pull that off. She's going to have, well, you don't. They yeah. won't, but I could. You and could. actually, I could, I could have all of us there. Everyone who's credentialed would be there and could be in the booth if I could. But we talked about it today. This is why I kept my mouth shut. Did you notice in the group chat, you presented why they have everything about the past sharing and everything. We've done nothing but everything on the up and up with Thumb Tailgater Sports. Do you right. feel that way? I feel that way. Like, yeah. We should, I think they should give us some leeway. And if we wanted to have... Do, you, if, get, do you get the MHSAA? I do because from when I coached. Yeah. But do you get the MHSAA regulations on all this stuff? I do, yeah. So some of the things that were being said are not true. Right. As far as the limits go. So... We could actually have a three, even four-man booth. I would only want a three-man booth, though. I'm not going to lie to you. For both games, and all of us could be involved. But instead, we had to break it up. And, of course, I was hand-selected by JB to do the Ubly game with him. So, I- I've never seen Ubly this season. I've seen Elmont four times, but, hey, you know. But what do you know? Yeah. Why, why have it be good? <laughs> it'll still be good. Well, it'll still be good. Jimmy Love! Oh, they're going to all be good. Love you, brother. You got a minute. They're going to all be good. But no, I, I don't think I'll watch the Elmont, but the Ubly, definitely, I'm on that. So Ubly versus Whiteford. But I'll they, probably listen to it, too. I think if they're going to do it, this is the year, and it'll be triumphant. It's going to be good. And I think the reason why I'm teamed up with JB is because I think I would be if Ubly pulls this off or when, I'll be a good yin to his yang. So, well, he, he's going to be hyper cat, right? During that game, he always is. He yeah. he probably he probably should not do play by play for that game. I'm going to do the play by play. I mean, that that would be my assessment because he's going to be talking a million miles an hour. I'm going to do the play by play. So that's the bottom line. And like I said, I'd prefer to do the Elmont one, but I mean. JTK, I mean, I wish you could join us on the podcast once in a while now. Yeah, still. come on, JB. But uh, JTK, but um, 
He gets uh, lucky that kid, but I got I got the same, so I can't bitch about it. Um, and his first full year with uh, Thumb Tailgater Sports gets to do a uh, a game at Ford Field State Finals. Yeah, I didn't get to do a state final at Ford Field, but my first year, I got to do an eight player state final at Greenville. But it was my home school. Yeah. Although I got to see Jason Whitens and fucking Powers North just curb stomp them, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, there's, there is no, and it's been that way for a long time. There, there's no, like, rhyme or reason to a pecking order or why. Right. You know, the, so, quick question, and you may not know this, but, like, are both games going to be broadcast on Sandlight Broadcasting? No. Just Ubly or not Ubly even? Neither, I don't think. Eddie was trying it, for it the would, Elmont one. It would make a lot more sense to me for them but to no, do... But why not simulcast both? And that's how we got away with it last year with Ubly, is we simulcast it on, on Sandlight Broadcasting, which is why we could have four people. We had three in the booth and Ashley on the sidelines, and they had yeah. no. The MHSA had no problem with it. The MHSA wouldn't because, so especially like when John Johnson was there, right? But but it's not like we're just dicks vying for whatever. We bring you good content and serious. We're not just like right. We don't half-ass it. We're not. We're not clowns. We're not out here. Yeah, you're, and and it's not a Homer fest. Anybody no. could listen to that. Wouldn't absolutely wouldn't think twice. You know. But yeah, there, to me, there's not a lot of rhyme or reason to that. It, I if, agree. You know, Ubly is actually in the listening area of Sandlight Broadcasting, where right. Elmont really is not. No, no they're no. not. You know, I mean, if you go to Elmont, you're not getting any of the. No, you're not getting any of the 97, 7, 95, 3, 6, 60 AM or 92.5. You're welcome for the plug, folks. Yeah, sure. you're, you're not getting any of those. And, uh, you know, I know from going to sell it and trying to sell ads down there, they're like, well, we don't get any of those stations. You know, I'd get that in Emily City. Yeah. You know. Hard to sell. So I don't know what's going on here or how I'm going to do this, but I am I'm, I guess I'm going to call the Ubly game, and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities. Well, you'll, you'll do great. You'll do great. I'm gonna, yeah, you guys are fine. And I'm going to bring all the energy. I've, I've already done three games this season with JB, so it's not like I work well with JB. I, honestly, in our career, I think I've probably done a total of probably almost 15 games yeah, with JB. Yeah, that one so. game, he didn't... He was just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> got a score. And Phil, was you were all over that son of a bitch. Eddie did a good one, too. He was by himself, and he... He popped that out on my whole. You know, out, fuck, out of anybody, man. out of anybody that can pull a game off on their own, Eddie somehow does it. I, oh, I, know. I couldn't do it, but Eddie somehow does it. Wow, he did. He I busted. That I out cannot. Like, I cannot. Fuck. And I know. I, I just did that. Which I'm befuddled by this. And I sent the group text about Martin winning the state championship. Means they're only the fourth or fifth best team I even saw an eight player this season. But that game I did with. Um, with AWP Kingston versus Martin, I needed her there, and I know I know that she doesn't say a ton, but I needed that because doing a game solo on your own is just terrible. And I appreciated everything she contributed because it's tough, man. Doing a game on your own is tough. Well, you know, I've been talking about doing a a show for the radio station and a pre-recorded show. I could probably easily pull off on my own with no big deal because you can go back and redo takes things like that. But uh, 
you know, I, I've actually talked to Mary about, hey, you just want to sit in with me and, and be a sounding board on it. You don't have to say a whole lot, but, you know, we'll get you in there, Cookie, when you're available. Let's do it. We'll get you on there. But I think, I'll definitely do it. I think this next Monday after Thanksgiving is, is when we're going to kick it off. Apparently, we've got this. Uh, I can be there. Uh, I don't really have a Apparently, we have one. this big, awesome radio network going. and Yeah. It's badass. I know. But the morning show is going to be real badass. We're all part of it, man. This is the podcast family. We're bringing this in. This is fucking badass, man. And I, I'm hoping I can get some help. Well, yeah. Well, so I'm, I, really I'm thinking hoping from like I can get some help. I'm thinking from like seven. Some to, financial help for you guys. Well, and not well, only you know, that, that's always appreciated. Not too. only that, but Cookie, you can, we should have you, <clears throat> and we can set up and do this. Record your own show for even even like one hour every week. You want your own show, Cookie? You can talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. We don't care. Play, Play music, music. Talk about music. Horticulture. I mean, talk about the music. Talk about, yeah. You don't know. Oh, boy. That'd you be could, awesome. You could play whatever fucking music you want. You could play fucking Tiny Tim. Sharon walks in the room. Who are you talking to? The dog. You could even have I'm your dog be the co-host. Yeah. You son of a bitch. It could just be you talking to your dog and then be like, anyway, here you go. Here's fucking the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Let it roll. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. I'd no, like to, I'd listen to that. We're we're thinking like a two like a seven to nine show to start out. Like a seven AM to nine AM. Okay. Because I, I Thank think you, that, sir. I think starting at six is too early. A, I don't want to get up that early. B if I do get up that early, I'm not gonna be coherent. No one's fucking listening. And anyway And most people are driving to work. And locally, I'm but tired that's when to like, you want it. What's that? So that's when you here's want the it when you me driving well, in the morning, when I listen to when I listen to Edward, and I love you, Edward, but when I listen to your morning show on my drive to work from 6.30 to 7, you don't talk. I hear you talk. The only time I hear you talk is commercials that are pre-recorded. Like, I want to hear you. Like, I get you want to play the farm report, and you have to do this and that, and the fucking knowing soybean futures and everything else, but I get it. But Pork bellies. Right, but why doesn't, you know, and that's the number one thing, Edward. Love you, Edward, but you have a platform that could be all yours, and you could do so much with it yep. for those hours every day, and I don't think he realizes how valuable that is, and I've told you, Adam, he has a captive audience, because these people are listening because this is the only station that their fucking radios pick up. Correct. And if you don't think they're noticing, bingo, they're noticing. Bingo, bingo. I see it at work. I see it at my work. They listen. They notice. They pick up the random little things. I've got fucking coworkers I've never talked to asking me how I bowled last night on Wednesdays because Eddie talks about it. Oh yeah, yeah. He I likes mean- to toot the horn. Last year or last week, I was cruising around on Friday. Um, I had a 188, and I did get. Three turkeys, but I was just under the 200 mark. Eddie did have a 188 last week, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he told me. I, I heard it on there. I was cruising around. But I'm just saying, like, and I know radio's dying, and I'm not saying we're buying into it. And Fuck, what we're I, doing is more, it's going to be, I'm all we radio. are the future. We're the future. All radio. As far as the streaming. 
Like it was so funny because today I was sitting there listening to Rock Radio 360, and I heard Clutch 50,000 Unstoppable Watts come on. And it was at lunchtime. I'm like jamming to it, eating my fucking tacos. And I'm like, hell yeah. And Kevin, Kevin Stringer texted me. He's like, what? A, and it, it was a picture. And it was the screen of that song playing. He's like, what a great song to eat my lunch to. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, eventually, because they're doing it all over the place. Same thing with, uh, you know, they, they switched everything over to digital TV. They're going to do that to radio soon. When oh, they yeah. Do, when they do, it'll kill it. Because look at what it's done to, to terrestrial TV. Right. It has absolutely killed it. So yeah. when, when's the last time you watched Channel you know, 25? Other than on DirecTV, yeah. never. And, like, I wouldn't... If I, if I had... With if I rabbit had ears? TV, no. If I, had, if I had DirecTV, I wouldn't pay for those extra channels, the extra locals, just because... Why? There's uh, no programming out me. anymore. You know, right. It's, it's, it's killed that media. You know... It, I think I've seen something where terrestrial TV, the markets for terrestrial TV have shrunk by like, just, they've shrunk by about, to down to about 30% of what they were. Oh, absolutely. So we're way long on this episode and I didn't even realize it. Let's get out of I this I know, we're at what, an hour 25? Uh, hour and 17. Oh, close. Oh, really? So yeah, we're going to, we're going to end this one. Wow. All right. Mm, that's not the best of both worlds. No. The Van Halen was a real uh, rabbit hole. The the Van Halen was a rabbit hole. Anyway, this episode started with me sitting not in my normal seat, and I apologize. (laughs) That also threw us off. I tried to, but Koi, you were fine. I didn't want to boot that dude out because I thought he might have something interesting to say, and some of it was. Absolutely. Anyway, he's Adam Phillips. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's all fucked up. Not like the rest of them. <laughs> Correct. Larry, okay, I Larry didn't want to say Larry, that. Larry was fine, but Larry was fine, but the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Stardust Dave, or what was his name? Uh, yeah. He wasn't on this episode. He was on the last episode. He, yeah. he was. Oh, did you see him rubbing her back? Oh, and yeah. Making out with and her? making out with her. Yeah. And you not. You well, don't come on to her. You though. can't hit on her. No. What no. the. Okay. Free free love only counts when you want to give it freely, man. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, he's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you, Koi, for joining us. Featuring the Hall of Famer, Cookie. Hall thank of Famer, you, bitch. You. That's right. No one could ever take that away from you, and that's beautiful. Nope, and I love it. I tell everybody, I'm a Hall of Famer now. Absolutely. I said they're up to almost 500 episodes, too. And he's the Hall of Famer. Really? Yeah. We had a rousing episode of the ball. The ball is in your court. Ooh, with yeah, Junior. Right. Couple yeah. of them. That I was like that. that was a good one. And it's not uh, sports trivia, though. No, not sports. But we appreciate it. Now remember, Tuscola Palooza. He was supposed to do that. Yeah, we'll do that. With, he'll be imagine? the man. He'll be the man on the street. Oh, Tuscola Palooza. But you need someone fucking photographing him, right? Yeah. Right. But anyways, okay, we got to get out. Channeling this. Channeling JTK. This outro is way too long, and I concur, JTK. Okay, meow, JTK. Taco Bell dong. From the rest of us here, you know what? It's Thanksgiving Eve. Go out and do what I do. Get drunk and tell someone exactly how you feel about them, and don't make it positive. (laughs) But from the rest of us, make good choices. (laughs) Ditto.